Today's episode of the Gold Cast is sponsored by NFL Top Tens that play on a Friday. That'll make a lot more sense when I get into today's uh, opening topic. We have a special guest, one of our favorite rivals of the Gold Cast Nation, one of our favorite rivals in the NFC West, someone we love, whose team we love to hate. Uh, and I'm going to introduce him after the break. So we're going to talk a little bit about, we're doing an NFC West check-in. We're going to do a check-in between the Rams and the Niners. We're calling this podcast A Tale of Two Teams. Go Both teams are look vastly different ending in week four and going into week five. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about that, just kind of the journeys and what it's like and where we are Um in both these teams' journeys through this crazy, tumultuous NFL season. But before that, you can find us online at youtube.com slash thegoldcast. You can find us on Instagram at thegoldcast. You can find us on Twitter at thegoldcast underscore facebook.com slash thegoldcast, all under the same moniker, thegoldcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, join us. Definitely de- definitely add us on YouTube. That's really the place you want to find us is YouTube. The comments go off. That's really the, the best place to find us if you'd like to add a contribute. We love to hear from everyone. We answer everybody who comments. So definitely uh, give us a shout out on YouTube. Um, and here we go. This is a week, middle of week four, middle of week, end of week four, right before week five. This is middle of both weeks. This is check-in. 49ers, Rams, NFC West check-in. But first, the Gold Cast intro. Let's get busy. San Francisco, are you ready? This is the Gold Cast. Boom! Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the faithful. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my L.A. co-host making his debut on the 2018 49ers season, Louis B. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Wow, Louis, it's been a long time. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me, you guys. I know it's been a uh, hot minute. We've been trying to work this out for a while, but uh, I'm happy I can finally hop on here, man. Heck yeah. It's awesome that you're back. So... Boy, have things changed. We were just saying this off air. How much things have changed in the NFC West. I'm going to take you back, Louie. I'm going to take you back down memory lane. We're gonna, I'm gonna, then I'm going to bring you all the way back to last weekend before the game started because I want to give you a taste of what it's like to be a 49ers fan in 2018 and how far things have fallen. So eee. going back. <laughs> 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 yeah. Going back, going back to right around 2012, 2013, it's when you and I first started really hanging out watching football together. I remember we had a discussion about we you were talking about the Patriots and I was talking about how little respect I had for the Patriots and you were talking about how much respect you had for them. You know, you were you you liked Tom Brady. We were kind of going back and forth about this. And then I remember at the time I had told you, Louie, I said, "You know what you have right now?" You have ugly girlfriend syndrome. And remember we talked about that, about ugly girlfriend syndrome. And you you would ask, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is true. You know, we, talk, we talked about it. And yes, you would ask. Yes. Right. Yes. You would ask, 
what is ugly girlfriend syndrome? And at the time I explained it, I'll explain it for the view, the listeners who you know may not be familiar with this conversation, but ugly girlfriend syndrome I explained to Louis was that his girlfriend, the then St. Louis Rams, because Louis is a true blue, true blue Rams fan from back in the day, not a bandwagoner. The then St. Louis Rams were not very good, 100%. They were not very good. I said, the Rams, you're, you don't have a hot girlfriend. So what's happening here is you keep looking at everyone else's girlfriend because your girlfriend's not that hot. You're not that happy in this relationship. It's not, it's not going very well. You're frustrated. You love her, but you don't necessarily like her. And you're, and you're stuck with her. So, so what you're doing is you're looking at all the other teams. You're looking around, and I told you, the Niners, it's the Harbaugh era. You know, we're in the middle of the, tw- the 2011 to 2013 run, three NFC championships in a row, my, three NFC championships in a row. My girlfriend is hot as hell, and I love her, and I like her, and I don't want to look at anybody else. Nobody else, right? So fast forward now. Fast forward to the 2018 season, and... Jimmy G goes down in a in a flame of not even glory, just a flame of sadness, a flame of depression. The Rams <laughs> created a a super team, a la the Golden State Warriors. You went, you guys went Golden State Warriors on this. You guys got like ten KDs in the offseason. You know that, right? We went full. We went full Golden State Warriors. We literally just went out and we were like. Whoever is a free agent that is really good, we're going to go get and we're going to either trade for or if they're not even a free agent. They're on a team. They're on a team. We're going to go get them. Brandon Cooks from the Patriots. We'll give you a first round pick, New England. Give me the give me Brandon Cooks. You know, who, who anyways, Marcus Peters, you're on Kansas City. Come on, come on, come to L.A., bro. Come to L.A. and let's win. A, let's win a ship. That's what we did. We went full Golden State. You went. You did. You went full Golden State. You got every Kevin Durant available. Uh, the 49ers are about a year behind. We're still building through the draft. You know, we get Jarek McKinnon. Pierre Garçon comes back. Uh, but our, our big our big trading piece was Jimmy G, who, who, we, who we have. He goes down, everyone knows, in a flame of depression. Not a flame of glory, a flame of depression. And let me tell you, I'm going to tell you, Louis. Louis hasn't heard this story yet. I've been saving it for the gold cast. But on Friday night, uh, yes. last weekend, before the game started, all right, I'm watching NFL Top 10 on, at a bar, hanging out with my wife. And at the NFL Top 10, they're doing the Top 10 NFL Mount Rushmores. Who of who the top 10 teams in the NFL have the greatest Mount Rushmores? And I'm watching this whole thing, right? I'm going. And finally, they get down to the last, uh, the top five. And, 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 and Tom Pittsburgh, I think, was five. Number four was Tom Brady. Uh, and the Patriots, and then they get to they go they go on commercial break, and there's gonna be top three, and I'm sitting there going, okay, top three, and I'm going over the teams in my head. I've seen all of them, you know, they go through Miami, Pittsburgh, the Raiders, Kansas City, and go through a lot of classic teams, and I'm thinking, uh, you know, the only ones left, there's got to be the Packers, the Cowboys, and the Niners, right? And I'm going, God, what order is that gonna be in? And then the Cowboys are the third team. And now I'm on pins and needles. I'm on pins and needles so much. I'm barely paying attention to my wife. She's like, oh my God. She's like, who cares? It's just a stupid top 10. I'm like, you got to let me have this. You don't understand. You don't understand. Who's going to be the final? It's going to be us or the Packers. Watch them give it to the Packers. Louis, they're going to give it to the fucking Packers. They're going to the give it to the Packers. Had, uh, you know, three different eras. They want. They're going to give it to the Packers. Watch. It's going to be Vince Lombardi, Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and somebody else. Watch. It's going to watch. They're going to give it to them. The Packers are number two. 
and I, I about lose my mind. You, you'd have thought we won the Super Bowl or we'd have won a game right there on Friday. The Niners are number one. They talk about how you can't – that the Niners need like three round, Mount Rushmores. They just, one of the guys who's commenting, one of the critics is like – an analyst is like, the Niners need a Mount Rushmore on top of their out, r- r- Mount Rushmore. And I'm like, of course. And they're like, who, who's he, who do you who do you decide who goes on this? Bill Walsh, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Ronnie Lott, Steve Young. I mean, what about Steve Young? What about um, Roger Craig? They're like, who? John Taylor? Who? Dwight Clark? George Seifert? Who goes on this list? You know, they're like, who besides Joe Montana and like Bill Walsh and probably Rice, you could have like five different dudes in that fourth spot. And I'm losing my mind. <laughs> but all that does is make me realize that all I have to look forward to this year are stupid top 10 videos about a, about a Niners team that doesn't even exist anymore. A team that hasn't existed since I was 15 years old. And meanwhile, your goddamn Rams are literally ripping teams in half. And this is, this is, this is life in 2018 in October. After week three, we go into week four. The Niners lose 27 to 29 in a very close game, which was much closer than expected against a really crappy team that had Jimmy Jean been there. We probably would have won. And your Rams, even though the defense, the you know, you got some injuries on defense, nothing as devastating as Jimmy G because you, you have so much so much talent in every direction. We are pretty thin. We pretty much have a starting lineup and nothing else right now. You guys win 38-31, and even though it was 38-31, it sure didn't feel like 38-31. It felt like 38-21 against you guys, again, with you guys yeah. against the Vikings. Yeah. No, so I, I, I want to hear what you have well, to say. I want you to hear, what do you, what do you what's, think what's about really, all that? What's, <laughs> what's really funny, it was really funny is, A, uh, I think that's hysterical that you're now in that point where uh, you have to look forward to top 10 countdowns. Uh, B, I will say this is how cocky – and, and, and Goldcast members will remember, you know, Louis B of 2016, of 2015, of, uh, you know, sad Louis B, sad Rams fan Louis B, where it was just pure depression. It was sadness. It wasn't a lot of cocky cockiness. I've gotten so cocky. I've gotten so cocky that you're talking about the Mount Rushmore. I got, I've got. i gotten so cocky that you're talking about Mount Rushmore. I'm like, oh, top three. The Rams are going to be number one because we got the top. We got four fucking all, all pro guys this year. That's how cocky I've gotten. <laughs> I was like, oh, Mount Rushmore, we're going to be number one. We got Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, Sammy Walker, uh, 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 Robert Woods. Shit. Sean McVay, come on, baby. Like in the in the in the future, Mount Rushmore from ten years from now, you guys are at number one, right? They they have, they put the Rams at number one, right? And when they redo this video in a decade, absolutely. We over we overtook everything. We're gonna take it all over, bro. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, uh, that, that, that's how cocky I, I've gotten up. But uh, and then and then and then lastly too is is that uh, is that yeah that game against Minnesota. Really did. The the score was close. In my opinion, the score was closer than the game felt because uh, that last score kind of that it was. I'm pretty sure at one point it was either it was 38, 28 or like 38, 24 or something like that. I know we had two scores on them at one point and then they scored that that touchdown to put them seven away. Uh, and then we gave them the ball back, which I'm honest to God, I'm pretty sure we punted like three times in that game, maybe twi- two, three times. Like our offense is just hitting this point of 
like pure dominance. And I'm so used to losing, man. So like, when's the other shoe going to drop? And it's so cool to, to watch these guys through four weeks be like, wow, we are the best offense in the NFL because we can kill you from so many directions. I will take us over, over Kansas City's offense in a heartbeat because we can just get you from so many different ways. We can beat you on the ground. We can beat you in the air. We can beat you with three different receivers. We had three receivers go over 100 yards. That's the first time in Rams history. Even back during the greatest show on turf, they never did that. We had 300-yard receivers. They've never had that in a game in the Rams history. So I just think our offense, obviously, our offense is just a killer. Yeah. So you're right. You're absolutely right. The mighty have fallen. You have every right. You now have a hot girlfriend. Congratulations. You have a hot girlfriend. You're in a happy relationship. You don't just like her. You don't just love her. You like her. And uh, you're there. I literally am watching top 10 videos of teams from yesteryear jumping around. And I'm like, I literally, my wife is, we're sitting there. We're having these cocktails in a bar. And she's like, Hey, you know, we're supposed to be hanging out. And I'm like, just let me have this. I'm recording it on my phone. Let me have this. I just want to watch this later. Let me have this. This is all I have. It was so sad. It was so sad. Going back to your wide receivers, you know, oftentimes it's really easy. You can't really tell how a team is doing production-wise, but you can always tell how a wide receiver is doing production-wise by fantasy. Like you're the team, it's no indication of how well a team's doing, but if you're getting a bunch of touches, you can see it on fantasy. You can see how many catches are getting. You can see how often they're scoring. Everything is on there. And we talked about this on this past Sunday when you and I were hanging out that you have three fantasy wise, you have three wide receiver once. It doesn't matter if you've got cup, if you've got, uh, uh, cooks or you have woods, all three of them are wide receiver ones on whatever team they're on. You could, you could literally throw them a wide receiver one, all three. On a weekly basis. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. I, your, your team is out of control. It really is. We, we, talk, we talked about this. I, that's the one point I want to touch on because I forgot you brought this up. Uh, yeah. And, and to touch on the gold cat, to further gold cast of the story about the he- sexy girlfriend. Man, it is crazy. Like I said, how cocky I am. It's crazy the difference. Once you get a hot girlfriend, man. And that's the thing. Last year I had a hot girlfriend. Man, this year, I, I, I might as well, I'm dating a, is a supermodel. The Rams are a supermodel, bro. I'm dating, she's I'm dating the, 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 oh my God, it's a supermodel. I mean, the hottest girl, she's been on, she's on covers of magazines. She's, she's, every guy wants to, wants to be with her. And I, I don't even know what other teams are doing. Are, are other teams playing? I don't even know. I'm not even paying attention to other girlfriends, bro. I'm not even looking at other girls. I don't even know there's another girl that exists, bro. <laughs> so it is. It's the, it's the year of the supermodel girlfriend, for sure. Yeah, you did. You've done really well. You've done really well. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You kind of hinted on it, but I want to, I want to dig a little deeper into this. <laughs> I want to dig a little deeper. Is does it, does it make you have less respect for other teams now? Do you kind of see what I was saying before? Where you look at the team, you go, man, screw that. Fuck that team. That team sucks. I hate that team. I, I do. I definitely do see it. Uh, I definitely do see it more, especially more than more than I used to for sure. Like you get some. I'm still you did in the day. I'm still a football fan. And like, I mean, the same as you. I mean, on Sundays, anyone can catch me. I mean, I don't care how late I am on Saturday. How late I'm up on Saturday. You know, everyone can catch me on Sunday morning. I'm up at 9 a.m. watching the pregame and I'm watching football all day. I love football. I love watching football in general and all that. And, you know, in, in, I just love it all. But 
Yes, it, it it is crazy the switch that happens once your team is really killing it that you're just like, yeah, like everyone's talking about, you know, oh, the who are these? someone's talking about the someone brought the Cowboys, bro. Someone I saw an article the other day, they were like, the Cowboys are they are back. We are watching. We are seeing the Cowboys return to their 2016 form. I'm like, because they barely beat the Lions because they barely beat the Lions. They're returning to form. Get out of here, bro. You know, it's like, and that used to not upset me as much as it now does. Where now I'm like, man, screw this, screw these guys. They're, they're, what, compare, try and try to keep up with the Rams, bro. And I'm like, all right, I'm just keep putting everything back to the Rams. It's awful. <laughs> that's great. See, that's this is the plight. This yeah. is the plight of having a sexy girlfriend, you know, and you know what it is? I, here's what I think that is. Here's the psychology behind that. I think the psychology behind that is that you, you know how hard it is to get where you are. You know how rare it is. You know how short it can last in football. So when you see some junky ass team and then some analysts giving props to a junky ass team, when your, your, your team, she went to the gym. She got on a great diet. She got a brand new job. She added a whole new wardrobe <laughs> to get to the level that she is because she loves you and she cares about this relationship. Everything she put in, everything you put in, the blood and the sweat and the tears and the commitment to make this what it is now, and now it's there. Now it's right where it's supposed to be. And then you see this, this other guy with his other girlfriend. They're not even trying. They hate each other. They're, they're, they're eating terrible. They're never going to the gym. They're not working hard. They don't really care about this. They're not really committed to their relationship. And when you see that happening over there, it, it only frustrates you because you know what? You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You shouldn't be giving them any props. They haven't done anything. They, they didn't even go to the gym. They haven't been to the gym for the last two weeks. No, they're out of shape. (laughs) It's true. It's true, man. It's true. Yeah, it's very. It's great when 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 that happens, where you're just like, oh wow, that's what happens, bro. When you see when you see how good football can be played by your own team, you go, man. There's just this like sense of just love and warmth that that just comes out of you. It's insane. It's something that I that I, I wish upon everyone, except for Niners fans, obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect, you son of a bitch. <laughs> all, all due respect. Uh, I hope you're never happy. All due respect. All due respect. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I will say though, I will say that I am, uh, I am, I, I, uh, I am. I'm bummed out. I'm bummed out for the gold cast for the, for the, for the 49 faithful, which says a lot. Cause I really, I really don't, I really, God, I really don't like the 49ers as everyone, as, as, as it, it has been historically noted in this podcast, how much I don't like the Niners, but it really upsets me the, the Jimmy G injury hurts me almost as much as it hurts Niners fans. Cause now we don't get to know. Now we don't get to see the Jared Goff versus Jimmy G matchup, the Shanahan versus McVay matchup that we were all dying to see. Now come week seven, it's just going to be a joke. It's going to be this game where it's like, who cares? I'm playing CJ Beathard. I appreciate that. I'm really bummed out too. That October 21st was going to be the game. You and I were going to get tickets. We were going to go see the final game together this entire year. It was like, all right, let's go. 
Let's go. I was talking all this shit to you. I was telling you for weeks. I didn't care. I don't care how good your team is. You guys could literally go undefeated in that week. We're still going to beat you. I, I literally, there was no doubt in my mind that we were going to do it. I, I I literally was like, I was just like, no, I'm going to be faithful. I don't care. Jimmy G is going to step up. He's going to throw for 40, t- 40 points worth of touchdowns. It's going to be fine. And now it all goes down in flames. And uh, the, 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 the pessimism coming out of Niner Nation is ridiculous. Gold Cast Nation hasn't been as bad. I think we tend to be a little bit more optimistic. But the 49er faithful... Man, some of the text messages, some of the group threads I'm on, I'm just like, oh, man, calm down. You guys are acting like the season's over. We still have a whole season worth of football. I would like to watch it and enjoy it. You know, I, I, I want I want my heart to be ripped out. I don't need to rip my own heart out. I mean, trust try me. Try to enjoy it. Try, exactly. I want to at least try to enjoy it. You understand that. You want to at least try to enjoy the season. I don't want to necessarily call it. But let's go. Let's, let's take a look forward because – this week coming up, week five, we have we have <clears throat> 49ers or Arizona's at San Francisco. We have LA at Seattle. Four, four years ago, five years ago, even even though Jeff Fisher wasn't that great, this still was the cream of the crop division. And now the Rams sit atop of the NFC West. Everyone is a dumpster fire. Arizona was pretty good. You guys always gave the 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 Seahawks and the 49ers tons of trouble, even when you were going eight and eight. This was a highly, highly competitive division. And this week we have three dumpster fires and one LA Rams. The the well, I'm just gonna Say it because I would make you guess, but for Goldcast Nation, since you guys like to play along, here we go. Goldcast Nation, let me ask you guys a question now. Let's start first with LA at Seattle. What do you think the odds are? I'm going to give you guys 30 seconds. What do you think the odds are? Do you already know them, Louie? You already know them, right? You already know what the odds are? The odds of, uh, what do you mean, like the um, the over-under? What do you mean the odds? Yeah, yeah, L- the, the spread, L- LA at Seattle. Do you know it? Don't look it up if you don't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Let me. Yeah, I, I'm cheating right now, so I'm looking at. It. All right, cool. All no, good. well, I have my app open, so it's already pretty much there. All good. All good. So, because I know, because we, we use the gold cast time. Yeah, the gold cast. So, <laughs> gold cast nation. L.A. at Seattle is L.A. by seven. Now the next one. Arizona at San Francisco. What do you think the spread is? I'm going to tell you guys now. I'm going to give you guys a second there to think. Now, the spread is San Francisco by four. Now, the question is, Louie, I'm going to ask you, since you're our, our, our special guest co-host, do you take that bet? Do you take that bet first? L.A. at Seattle by seven. By seven, do you feel like that's – I mean, that seems a little a little conservative. Wouldn't you agree? I absolutely. I'd say I would take both. Honestly, I'd take both of those. I would take both of those for sure. I would take the over on uh, on the the odds for that because I think, dude, the the Rams are going to beat Seattle by seven, by by double digits minimum, at least ten points. And then I would say uh, I would say I would San Francisco the the fight that they put up against the Chargers, uh, who I don't think is as good as uh, we all thought. A lot of us thought preseason, but they are still a good team. The fight they put up with CJ Beathard and you know their their depleted uh, their depleted team as of already, I would think that I'd take the San Francisco. I take San Francisco uh, 
over with four for sure. I think that they can handle this game. I think Arizona is a uh, hot garbage. Uh, and I think that they're going to go on five. I would take the Niners. I'd take the Rams. I would go over on the Rams for sure. I think they're going to destroy Seattle. Yeah, I agree. I would take the over on Seattle. I wouldn't take the over on San Francisco. I'd probably take the under. I would say if the we win between two, by two or three points, and I agree. I think LA wins by a minimum ten. Minimum, I think ten for sure. Like ten's a lock. If you if you take over on seven, you're fine. Yeah, I agree. I would do that for sure. I do it in a heartbeat. Yep, I agree. Well, Louie, thank you so much for coming on to the Goldcast. Uh, we'll definitely have to check back in after the the game. Uh, you guys, us versus you guys. I think you guys come to San Francisco first. Yeah, you guys come to San Francisco first, and then we go thereafter. So definitely have to have you back on. But I w- definitely wanted to do a NFC West check-in with you. Congratulations, Louie Bartone. You have a sexy girlfriend. And just so you know, I cannot wait. <laughs> I can't wait till she starts get looking back at the bars, starts looking at the the junk food stores, and starts eating, getting out of shape. Starts doesn't start calling you, stops texting you. I cannot wait till once again she gets so ugly, and this relationship falls apart so badly that you start looking at other girls. And then my girlfriend, she goes to the gym, she works out. She says, you know what? I want. She goes to therapy. We go to therapy. We put this all, whole thing back together. And my girlfriend and I, we have a sexy relationship. I have a sexy girlfriend. I cannot wait for that day. And it will happen. Trust me, Louie. Mark my words. You heard it here first. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what, man? Hey, you know, they, thanks for having me on. Goldcast, thanks for welcoming me back. And hey, you know what, man? I wish nothing but the absolute best on this long, long journey for you Niners fans to get back to a sexy girlfriend because it's going to be very long. The last I checked, it takes a while to get back into the gym after a torn ACL. So good luck to her. Hey, I wish her nothing but the best, man. But, uh, you know, as of now, we're pretty hot. So uh, <laughs> thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you guys. For sure. So concludes another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the faithful. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III. And with me is my co-host, Louis B. Boom. We'll see you next time. Same gold cast time, same gold cast. This is, is the gold cast.